Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes after dark. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. Leap. Aaron. And we are totally here single Aaron. Once Ew, again. Chapter in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of developments at Warped uh, After Dark uh, in the last I'm really to... learning about myself. Twenty five minutes. I'm in the eating part. Next time it's praying and <laughs> loving again. <laughs> you travel to India soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring up where are the candy bars. You don't never go full Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here watching season two, episode nine, Metamorphoses. And uh, I've got 50 minutes and 26 seconds on the clock. So go ahead and grab a drink and uh, get your clicker. And we'll be starting in three, two, one, play. So right off the bat, something very different with this episode. Yeah. Do we have some? Are, do we have a uh, we should we should all right oh no they've reached the, the galileo shuttle is this the Galileo? i mean i know i i read oh no this isn't the episode the other episodes where they talked about that galileo no the 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 footage of the of the sh- of the uh the shuttle bay the shuttle yeah yeah Aaron, Aaron, any thoughts on what that woman is wearing on her head? <laughs> it's not just on her head. This lady is looks. This, legit. Is this supposed to indicate that she's not well? No, it's a it's a deflated python. Because she's got the one with the space herpes, right? She's the one got in a the billion. Space herpes, yes. Mm. That's supposed to show she needs a bufanda. She she's what? Deflated. <laughs> you don't remember this episode? No. So yeah, uh, Aaron, would you like? Well, to... did you I... watch this? Me? Yeah. I watched. I always watch like the first three and a half minutes. I do my homework. (laughs) I wasn't judging. I was just curious. I didn't know you did that. Just to have some kind of context. Sure. Uh, She's got some disease, but they're all like, well, it's like a one in a billion chance. They're kind of like, we didn't know you're going to get sick Uh because it's like impossible to get it. But she got it. So now she has to leave prematurely. And so it's ruining what she was there to do finally star trek is she she's on a member of the crew tackles. no she was sent she's like she's supposed diplomat. to stop a war right yeah. yeah isn't that she was sent to some and when she was there she got this illness oh. so now they have to take her to get her cured yeah so that's why she has her. the weird scarf on her head yep yes it's hiding the illness you know, sometimes you need a what's under the a scarf. Fonda, when you're not well. You remember how, know. like in old car, old timey shows, a guy yeah. would have like a ice on his head and he'd wrap like gauze yeah. around. Yeah, uh-huh. that's this is the this is the future the version Star of Trek that. version of that. Okay, you, you get a space snake, you wrap it around it, you deflate it, and then it becomes a scarf. It keeps your head cool. Yeah. The end of this episode is very troubling for me. Okay, because she's spoiler. Cured. Spoiler. What? No. No, we'll, we'll get to it. I don't uh. know if you want to spoil it. <laughs> we love spoiling things on warp. Is she close to death? Is that why they? She would die. There's, there's she some would, urgency that, to this yes. situation. They're, they put a clock on it because if she doesn't get the certain treatment she needs within a certain amount of time, she will die. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, but now they're being taken by some force they can't control, which is clearly going to slow them down. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I see. Bones is explaining it right now. <laughs> 
Ooh, the lights going on in this scene. Yellow, yeah, red. Yeah, they really... Love. There's yellow and red. So this actress... <laughs> they were like, filters, filters. Yeah. Somebody, name is, somebody's being the hell I know. I've Jones seen this Jones. woman on something before. Eleanor Donahue. Oh, okay. She was on um, Lost in Space? No. Um, um, she's been in a lot of things. <laughs> Gunsmoke. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> That's everybody's Bonanza. <laughs> She was pro- all Gomer Pyle. Oh, here we are. Uh, let me get. We got the specs going here. Let me read the. Um, sorry, I was looking up Eleanor Donahue. I'll do that. You do this. Uh, Can you look up episode... Eleanor Donahue nude pics? Yeah, season two episode. <laughs> They're gonna come specifically. Up first. Yeah, we. I have. Some, I have you've moved on to, to the about, love. Huh? I have you some things on. to say about nude pics. Actually, <laughs> November when we get to correction original on. air date. <laughs> November tenth, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh. Forty uh, years before, while we return, while returning to the Enterprise <laughs> aboard the shuttlecraft, Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and a seriously ill Federation diplomat find themselves kidnapped by an energized cloud. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, uh, that's correct. So far, and, yeah. uh, so uh, <laughs> you Aaron, said that you like say, you didn't believe it. Aaron, we just saw the sorry, cloud. Well, no, I had to like click to get the rest of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, it wasn't by a dot dot dot. Exactly, exactly the way it was written. Cloud. More fuck, I gotta find it now. Click more. Guys, I'm in a new improv comedy troupe. I want you to come see my show. We're called Energized Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, you say you watched the first few minutes of the episode. I did. Uh, I think we've already surpassed uh, What would you parts. say it, the IMDb rating would be? Of not this very good. Oh, boy. This one seems like a bit of a drag to me. I'm going to give it a 6.1. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say like 7.4. Wow, right on. Shit. 7.4. And you know why? Because why? of because of the historical implications that's, of this episode in the Star Trek right. canon. Are you kidding? Right. There's more implications. Yes. Go on. Oh, this one has, yeah. <laughs> okay, why? So you're about to meet him when we meet oh, him. You'll, okay. you'll well, no, what I happens is far. like there's this episode, then <laughs> yeah, four years yep. later, there's a, a, a great improv comedy <laughs> Yeah, Energized Cloud. Have you seen if you them? stop at three and a half minutes in, Aaron, you're going to miss a lot. I am. <laughs> you're going to miss some stuff. I am. And this, Jake is, is, and this is where is, another band got a bad idea for a song. Galileo. Is saying that, is saying <laughs> that my my improv group has a new name? Is that the equivalent of my new punk rock band? Yeah, name that's, I like it. Okay, yeah. Eleanor Donahue, just FYI, I remembered where I saw her from. Uh, she was on Father Knows Best. Uh, in the she 50s. was also on. The, she was a child. Chris star. Elliott sitcom get a life oh, oh i yeah, love that she show. was she was the mom that's right she was his mom on it the paper boy yeah, talking to the microphone show. remember that i'm sorry am i not talking to the microphone sometimes you, you've zoned out there for a second well i'm sorry i uh i i gotta take two seconds here to to to, to, to i got words i gotta say yeah, yeah. Oh. your voice is a little raspy why um, is that first thing i want to do i want to shout out to my uh son and my wife <laughs> whose team just uh the dabbing rainbow unicorns just finished first place in their soccer division yes. uh-huh. go dru and i know. was i, uh, I lost was... a lot of money but it's, it's <laughs> sorry okay. i couldn't have the kids throw the games for you i know uh um, <laughs> the, the flossing hippos fell. And fell now, yeah, that that was your problem, Philippe. You you didn't pay the kids to lose. You played the refs. They they have no control over. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 
Oh, is this what is he supposed to be Zephram Cochran? He is Zephram Cochran. Uh, I have seen this. I do remember this one. So Aaron and Kate will find it out eventually, but Zephram Cochran. She doesn't know who that what that we means, were about so to see. <laughs> okay. He's is, the first person dreamy, in, in the universe. He's, he's pretty first, good looking. He's, he's famous eyes. for being the first he, attractive male guest. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. He's the first also the first one to send dick pics. <laughs> now, I finally agree uh, Matt finally agrees with me. I think he's very, very handsome. That is a handsome looking guy. Well, he invented the warp drive. <laughs> Which is a dance. I thought you were gonna say like and a, he and was also a, in The Godfather. <laughs> like I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for you to give a fictional character back. That's <laughs> no, a real thing. I was, exp- I was just letting... The warp drive was a can- dance sensation for three and a half weeks in 1967, <laughs> and it was fantastic. Died uh, in 1993. That guy did? Yep. What's Glenn his name? Corbett. So Zephram Cochran... Captain- he was in an episode of Manimal. Oh. Mm. He also he died from the disease he caught from this lady. Oh right? yeah, the space herpes. Yeah, he got the space herpes. He got the space herpes from. <laughs> from when I thought of that, because I called it that too, when I was thinking of it, I'm like, oh, she got space herpes. Hmm. And then I remembered. Does anybody remember the movie Ice Pirates? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Funny. There, that space herpes was. With, there was a space herpes in that uh, movie. Okay, well then I don't oh. remember it because I don't remember that. Part. I thought it was but just because it's the name of my. Movie. No, no, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Isn't that they, they got they're, space herpes yeah, that infested creature. the sheep? Yeah. It was like a, an animal that yeah. ran around the ship. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I don't really. I don't think I remember the movie. But I, used I to definitely watch... remember the the cover of the VHS box. I, <laughs> I watched that movie. It was one like Robert Urich is the star. Yeah, he's yeah, the right? star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had, when I was a kid, I didn't, we, you know, back then you didn't, I didn't have cable, right? right? And back then you couldn't buy videos, right? They were so expensive. They you were a hundred bucks. You could rent them, but you yeah. couldn't really buy them. So if you wanted to have movies at home, you had to record. So I had to record like everything off of TV, mm-hmm. but yeah. like regular TV with commercials and edited and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the I had I had Ice Pirates <laughs> was one of the ones I had. Nice. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop when it was on like CBS or something yeah. like that. So it was bleeped so, all, the all yeah. So it was twenty seven minutes long. Yeah, like, <laughs> take out all the stuff you can't show and, on television. Uh, there was one other. I had another. There were three movies that I that and so I watched them all the time. I'm distracted by his brooch. Oh yeah. <laughs> You take one of those ear dildos and you cut it in half and you splay it out and that's what you get. Yeah. That brooch. Clever. Yeah. I feel like we had time bandits on VHS like that. Recorded um, off the TV. Yeah, or something like so that. So there was a brief period of time where we had two VCR. Oh. Now, I don't want the FBI to follow up on this, <laughs> but... There may have been. It's got to be a statute of limitations yeah. that's expired on it, whatever you're about to describe, whatever I had, crime. I had a friend whose parents had two VCRs yeah. for years. Yeah. And had a catalog of everything. I mean, a library had. of movies that had been recorded off of movies that they, every time they rented a movie, they would record it, whether they liked it or not, whether they'd wow. ever seen it before. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they just it. had, to, they had, it was like the craziest thing. And the kid had fucking Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That was like, at that home. was pure gold. Wow. That's like a platinum. I mean, my, I'm like days. unedited, not commercials. Yeah. Like the pure, I was like, fuck, that was crazy that is some real nerd cred 
Yeah. I mean, that was back in the day, man. That, sh- that shit was real. <laughs> I had like one tape that a friend gave us that was, you know how there were three speeds you could record? There was like SP, SL, EP, yeah, yeah. elongated play, and, and super SL- SLP. Super right. long play, yeah. And that's if you did not give a shit about quality, but you could get like six to eight you hours. Six four hours movies on onto one yeah. tape. You so, could get six hours onto an SLP yeah, tape. Yeah. So we got like six hours of cartoons that I have never heard of or seen the like of again, but I watched that rotation and there and i've never seen they were like some low budget stuff from the early 80s or mid 80s and i was like i watched that stuff mouse and child if anybody else has seen that shit that thing is was dark and somber but i watched the shit out of that mm, wow i've never even heard of that no. yeah it's like they were toys it was like toy story before toy story and then there was like a mouse and child and they were kind of like wind up toys and and then it gets all dark about oh. them dying. I look like an energetic cloud. Yeah, yeah. It, ener- it's energized. <laughs> oh, energi- cloud. Yeah. energized. Energized cloud. Yeah. It, it's prepared to. Whoa, he's got more doodads on his outfit. <laughs> They've what gotten happened? bigger. Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yeah, he's, he just accidentally stuck some Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> you know, they'll himself. stick to you. Like, they are <laughs> super sticky. Yeah. <laughs> if you take them out of your mouth, they, they will stick to something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Energized Cloud is prepared to reveal to us the plot of the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah. It just needs a suggestion from the audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, space herpes. <laughs> space herpes. Every- and she gives it. And she's, a, she's a slut. And she gives it to everybody there. And then uh, he does the warp drive dance and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you, you come to every, every, every show and you re- request the same thing. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> Just do it this time. I'm gonna stab Zephyrin Cochran. <sighs> You're always stabbing people. <laughs> hey, take another Jolly Rancher in the gut, Cochran. <laughs> Who said that? That was hilarious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get serious for a second. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What's happening in the show? No. <laughs> Nothing no seriousness. There's a lot of and done. That guy's so. Yeah, this episode is very talky. Yeah. There's a lot of them just standing around talking for long periods of time, and then the big cloud shows up, and then he goes and stands in the cloud, and he gets ideas. And then the cloud the starts talking. So. Uh, he's already of a space warp. Oh, they they phrase it differently. So he's been he's been missing for what is it, a hundred fifty years or something like that. Yep. So he, he basically, uh-huh. after he invented this bit, the warp drive, he just sort of flew off into space and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Everyone assumed he had died, and then somebody else had to invent it again because he took the only one with him. <laughs> 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 See you, suckers. He's like, I'm yeah. out. So I assholes. Great news. It works. It works. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> I left some notes on a cocktail napkin. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> his r- trick, his whole house is filled with cocktail napkins. And most of them are just a bunch of tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah. And saucy doodles. All right, Zephyrum. 
Um, I'm gonna have to talk about uh, the next uh, uh, who would win at some point. Uh, yeah, that's actually on my list of things to talk to you about because, okay. um, yeah, because I'm gonna have to do the next one from memory because <laughs> notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. All right. Um, when you guys, when you uh, see a family member, say. Or an ex family no, no, no. member. It's specifically, a question for the question is: <laughs> Do you kiss people on the mouth or do you kiss people on the cheek? Like, if you see your mom or like an aunt or a cousin or something, are you? Because I think that families. I think this breaks down familially. I think there are mouth kisser families what? and there are cheek kisser families. Um. I only kiss one family member on the mouth, and that would be my mom. And I don't think I kiss anybody else on the cheek. I think it's just. So I don't know if I fall on the right. That yeah, it's your categories. You're a you're a non kiss. We're a, huggers, you're, you're, but you're we're not really kissers. And what really confuses me is the Europeans when they want to do the back and forth and back and forth, and I'm like, when? When is it over? <laughs> I'm fine. Like I don't mind touching people, but I just don't always know. Like, and are you supposed to be like? Like kissing the air, or are you supposed to be kissing their cheek? Yeah. I just kiss the air, and if they move in and they want it so bad, they can do that. But I just, like, get near. Yeah, I definitely allow a, a pattern to develop based on their input. Like, <laughs> some people, if they're cheek, full-on cheek kissers, you know, they'll find I mean, a way to French let you know. the French have a whole... It's like a whole yeah, but, but I mean, I just mean, like... Yeah. So what made you think about this? Did I don't somebody know. kiss you on the mouth? No. Because that's I, not always okay, Matt. It came up on some <laughs> show or something I was listening to. I don't remember. I'll, uh, what do you guys think of the side to side? The but I have definitely seen people who are like father and son, like kiss on the mouth. Yeah. Sure. Like a peck, right? Yeah. yeah. No, uh, they were Frenching. So. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, where 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 do you draw the line? It's like, can they hold it for a second? Can they hold it for two seconds? I think all. I think everybody's different, but mm-hmm. I would. I thought that was weird, but I am. You know, yeah, were they older I, I, I or were really they like highly repressed wasps? So yeah, I would not. Like, I guess it would depend how old the kid the kid was. So then it would start getting like, is he like an adult child? Is he? No, this were this was an adult man and his elderly father. Oh. Hmm. It's unusual, but yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> well, thank you. Are they? Well, Philippe is the European in the group, yeah. so he's a lot more permissive yeah. than us American I'm wondering prudes. if there is some kind of culture. I like, like when I go ear to ear. I just like do. I go like blow pop. You know, I side. think like I just do like I do compound super words. stereotypical, but like Italians yeah. are very like that's what I was I was going to ask if they're kissy, Italian, you know, like, yeah. like I think in certain contexts, it just makes more sense. Like if you just think about movies you've seen or just the way that people like convey things. Yeah, I, all my knowledge of Italians comes from the movie Moonstruck. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> and uh, but I'm pretty Godfather. sure uh, Vincent uh, Gardenia kisses somebody on the mouth. In that yeah. Movie. I mean, if they do a lot of the emotional work to put you in the mood for it, yeah, you'll be down. If somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, it's a Matt, hey, Maddie, hey, hey, how you doing, 
buddy. How you doing? You're beautiful, man. Come on, give it here, you guy. Give up the goods. So embarrassed. You're probably just going to roll. Let me put what plant one on those succulent lips. Let me get the the rose petals. And now we've lost our Italian listener. (laughs) Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, well, I think we probably need more affection than less, but yeah. Sure. I think it's not it as was common clear. It's between my father own and weirdness son. that I no, think no. it's weird when well, I it's see it. You, but it's, well, when something's unusual, you notice it and you're like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. Mm. They actually have affection for each other. Another human being. No, yeah. You don't see affection in general is weird and physical affection in particular is gross. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have so, you ever hugged somebody and you realize they they're just not huggers, and now you have to yes, like, like you can you can either try to bring them into it or just like you to just move on. That's that's almost never the case in my experience. I'm always like, hey, I'm gonna shake your hand in a very yeah, friendly way, right, and then right, they go right, in for right, the right. hug, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm yeah. the a hole in this situation. I'm the repressed one. Oh, uh, you're getting it from the other direction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh. This doesn't mean that I didn't like you enough to hug you. It's just yeah, you just don't know. I just sometimes. don't know where I'm where I'm at with you. Yeah. There's a lot of rules these days in society. That's well, true. You don't want an unwarranted hug. It is hard to be a man these days. You don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that Let's and VHS tapes that. some more. Yeah. <laughs> All night long. Yeah. I had the entire. Hey run. guys, have you guys noticed any clouds, energized or otherwise? <laughs> that cloud looks enthusiastic. Yeah. It's shaped. I'm gonna use other. Words for energize. Mm-hmm. I had the entire run of Twin Peaks on VHS. I, we, I, the, I used to watch it yeah. with you all the time. And you I had that too, and everything. You but you had recorded off. You had recorded off of ABC, right? Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. had the commercials. I remember my deal. sister being so pissed because we like forgot one night to do it for her. Oh, oh my god! The and that was a show. If you missed an episode, you <laughs> could really it. miss you some important stuff. On. There's like midgets talking about you and yeah. Dumb, you're like what? Best show ever. That's yeah. pretty much it. That summed up that one. There was a midget talking about you. He yeah. was. There's a weird dreamlike sequence where he talks about gum. I'm just saying that you surmised it well enough that yeah. she could go on to the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do I have? So I told you guys. I just if I think of random things to talk about, I just put them in. Put it in my phone. Put them in the notes. So these are completely contextless, but just oh, random. This is, oh, this is topics of contractions and rejections, or. <laughs> This is not corrections this and is not retractions. Corner, although we could we can do that too. <laughs> no, whenever you're ready. Um, this is the uh, omnibus alcove. Anybody ever shoplift? Shoplifting stories? Mm. Uh, yes. Yes. Very young. No. Not, I was. Not good ones. I went through a bad phase in late high school, early, uh, early college. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, first it started with. Early college. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it started. Sorry, I just I, that just bumped on me, and I was like, "Wait, what? yeah, yeah." So okay. I it started with getting adult materials, which was not the say the e the 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 drive through experience it is today. Right, right, right. So I would start by just yes. For those folks out there, there was a time when we didn't have the internet. Yes, porn was much harder <laughs> to come by. Oh my god! And you had to like this buy like it from DHS like a. Chat. <laughs> You know, you had to buy it How from... How old are you? <laughs> I know. I'm like, good God. <laughs> I didn't want to Anyways, be... you would steal porn. I would Detailed steal porn E-D-L-P-S-L-P. because I... So 
did you would you go into like the Seven Eleven or the bookstore? Yeah, or? like the newsstand and uh-huh. stuff like that. I had you know because I wanted to get the raunchier stuff. So like, you were stealing magazines. I was stealing magazines Got because it. I you know I didn't want to like throw a hustler down in front of you know uh-huh. like and. Especially like in, mm. a, uh, uh, you know, in a place where I might know somebody Interesting. or stealing it because you didn't want to uh-huh. look like you were buying that yeah. particular item. I don't want to like. Interesting. I, I wonder how much stealing that plus is I, that. I looked really young for like when I was old enough to buy it. I So I always had to like. You always had a good idea. I tried it once changed. and then I had like a terrible experience where I basically tried to buy a Playboy uh, when I was 18. And like I literally went to the thing and then the old lady behind the counter was like. You're not 18. I was like, I actually am. And she's like, I don't believe it. And then she, she said, pull out your ID card. I was, I, I was there. And I did. And she Aww. still didn't believe it. That was at the Walden Books, right? I don't even think that was a Playboy. Wal- that was a detail. It was a Details Magazine. Yes. It was Details Magazine. Yeah. And I wanted you to. You got carded for Details yeah. Magazine? And she said, no, that's a fake. I don't believe it. Yeah. Made us and kicked us out of the store. That's so, that set me off. That <laughs> set me down. Turned you into a thief. It yeah. was it was the most mind blowing moment in our in our uh, young lives. It was pretty amazing. Were you trying? Meanwhile, what? Sean looks like he looked like he was thirty yeah. when he was twenty. He actually so, had a pretty. Yeah, I mean, why I didn't Sean get, just buy it for you? Well, because he wanted. Because he was eighteen. Well, maybe she was creeped out by the thirty year old hanging well, out. With the and we didn't know the details magazine. Yeah, yeah. We figured it not. Porn is not Playboy. It's detailed. I don't think trying to get it for Sean is Jessica, like, Al- Jessica it, Alba like or somebody. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to read an article that was. We wanted to read an why. article. I thought it was actually like pretty hilarious. Like there was like, I was into being like snarky and like you know and pretending like I knew stuff. And so in details, there's a writer in there that was really like snarky. Okay, and I, I just didn't know it. if there was actually some racy stuff. That that's why I mean there was probably it. like some. Like, there would be nude pictures. There was no nudity in details. Uh, there was sometimes. There, there, I, be, there yeah. was every once in a while you would find naked Back very, in the 90s. like one in like yeah. in like fashion shops. Yeah, like yeah, 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 like yeah. Stuff like that. But that was okay. that wasn't really like anyway. But it was not details. Was it not was not Playboy. It wasn't even Playboy. No, right. it was. Just it like, was sometimes a nipple would. Oh pop look, through. something's happening oh, on the screen. The, 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 the gelatinous cube. Is, the energized. The energized cloud is, is attacking. attacking them. Yes, I like my women like I like my energized clouds, shimmering and translucent, and violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now here's the thing that 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 I found about this episode that I found, and maybe you won't find this interesting, but. <laughs> and usually, when Star Trek, when they when they like they like see a, a foe of some kind that seems like yeah. outside of their ability, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The first thing they usually try to do is to sort of reason with it, right? And then eventually they destroy it, mm-hmm. right? And this one's sort of the opposite, <laughs> or convince it to destroy itself. Yeah, well, which is often like one. very easy to do. And in they this just one, attack it right away. In this one, saying? they did the opposite. Uh-huh. They try to kill it right away. And then they try to reason with it, and they actually win it over by reasoning with it. Uh huh. They should have gone with that method first, is what you're saying. Well, uh, they usually do. That's well, what it I'm, makes uh, sense. Talk before shoot. They were, yeah. they were but trying in this episode. They don't. This is the first time I think they've really chosen that direction. This is when you're trying to uh, impress Zephram because they're like, "Oh man, he's so cool because he invented the warp." Yeah, you know? Phas- <laughs> phasers to kill. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, he. I hope he likes me." And then you're like, "Oh, energized cloud. I'll kill it, and Zephram will be my friend." 
And then, <laughs> so, uh, mm, that's Philippe, theory, I, I was really moved by your shoplifting story. <laughs> that's not a shoplifting story, though. That was a, ref- no, I couldn't that, buy a detail. That was what led him down. That was let me, that would let, so that left me down my <laughs> life of crime. Oh, okay. Because after that, I was just like, well, screw that. I'm just going to start. Steal them. I'm going to steal them. And so what I would do, I had a method. Would you I would go to that, when you were at UCLA, did you go to that newsstand in Westwood? Yep. Yeah, they had all sorts of raunchy parts. Yeah, porn there. I like that one. You could get uh, some real dirty stuff. It doesn't there. exist anymore. I'm sad to say. Yeah, I feel bad. It's probably because it I didn't that one with the blue awning. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. newsletters wasn't it called? Isn't that what it was yeah, called? It lasted yeah. for a while, but it's alas. No. So let me tell you like a little story about it. So, so I had a, I had a met- yeah. I had a method first of all. So I would buy I would buy a magazine from another newsstand, and then I would have that magazine. And then I would uh, be carrying it around very casually, and then I would just slip the other news, the other magazine, into the same paper. Uh huh. And so it would just be perfectly magazine sized. And so oh, into the bag, into the, the bag, right? Bag. So one time <laughs> I was at newsletters, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna steal this magazine, whatever." And then I, uh, I did. I put it in the bag, but then I saw this. Uh, this uh, this this very uh, he's kind of like the human version of the the that that creature in uh, the Phantom Menace who was like owned Anakin. He was he, had, <laughs> he looked like a living embodiment of that, and I could tell. Okay. I could tell he had like w- he had savvy and wisdom, and he knew that I was up to some shit mm. because who is like looking at the yachting magazines at that long, you yeah. know? Because I was like really just gauging my things, so I. When he wasn't looking, I put it back, and I still had the one in there. And so I left, and then he like called me over, and he's like, "Let me see your bag." And I was all like, "I don't have anything in my bag." Did he work there? Yeah, he was the guy. Okay. He was the guy. So, and then he went through, and then I was like, "Here's the magazine that I have with the receipts." <laughs> and I was all like, very like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. I know you outsmarted him. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So then I also stole a number of stuff, school supplies at UCLA. Uh, <laughs> From the UCLA store, because that's I was harder in, to do because they have plain clothes people. Yeah, there. but I was like pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the rationale? I understand the rationale behind the porn. What was the rationale behind? I the was poor. School supplies. I was mostly poor, and I was really into uh, very expensive mechanical pencils because I like to draw. And, sure, and they were like ten to fifteen bucks a piece. Yeah, and. Uh, they were the very easy size to sort of like Pocket. so yeah so that was a short thing and then i think i did that for like i felt like a year and a half that i was into that i also started to get into the thrill of it well of course but then i was like i don't really want to be doing that honestly like i i actually had a kind of a come to jesus moment that i was like I don't really want to be stealing stuff <laughs> from real. I guess I was just like, but I actually did like having the stuff. So that was... you weren't interested in becoming a professional thief. No, but I always was interested in the th- craft of thievery and in to the craft of like sort of like sub subversive kind of like things. I got into like, I started reading 2600. I don't know if you guys know that publication, which is like, it was kind of like a hacker's journal back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I was also into like teaching myself how to pick locks. I just kind of got into those kind of things because I was, I was kind of interested in like sort of like the side channels of society, you know, Uh and just like, you know, I, you know, I knew like you could 
how you could like hack phones and, and do stuff like that. Just did I, you have your copy of like the Anarchist Cookbook and all? That? I did read the Anarchist Cookbook, <laughs> but uh, you know. That was another thing I stole <laughs> because I didn't want any record of me having it. Steal this book, right? Wow. Because the government. That's might... how they get all the bad guys from the nineties. The government might be tracking your purchases. I was just really interested in like how, like you know, you know, just more of an educational sense, like how like different things could be made into chemicals and like the chemicals were in. You know, I was, I was having my Fight Club kind of like moment in. Yeah. You know, I was I'm kind a of, rebel. Yeah, I was kind of like not. I was not into college, and I was not into, and I was always looking for like some other things. Other ways of life seemed more seemed interesting to me. I had a very, very strong desire to join like a carnival and become a stage magician. Dude, why didn't you ever say that to me? Because <laughs> it's it's yeah, kind I of embarrassing. I totally would have ran off to the circus <laughs> with you, dude. Boy. At that point in time in our lives, it would have been fucking awesome. I know. We both hated college. <laughs> we both were doing it just because we felt like we had to. <laughs> if you'd have come to me one day and said, Sean, I think we should run off to the circus. Fuck this noise. I would have said, <laughs> I'm joining the circus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find the nearest circus and do, and yeah. yes. I wanted, uh, yeah. So, um, anyway. missed opportunities, you guys. You both missed out on space herpes. I know. We both could have <laughs> so could have gotten space herpes. Wait, is is she? Is this it, thing? Uh, it's talking now. So they put it. They got a universe. They figured they, out the tra- how to translate. For and some talk way, to the it. universal communicator translator works on Sweet. the gel- on the energized. If you cloud. set it to the B setting, which is for uh, <laughs> gelatinous cubes and energized clouds, you uh-huh. know, pretty much that's what it does. This makes me okay. That was a good one. That was a good one, Philippe. <laughs> I, like that. Uh, I I was. You take your Norelco and you put it on B. I also, um, <laughs> I also shoplifted porn. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I was. I really thought I was going to be an original storyteller today, <laughs> yeah. and then you told the exact same story that I was. Raise your tell. hand if you've ever shoplifted porn. <laughs> I, I don't. Except here's the difference. It was gay porn. <laughs> right. You Just didn't gay. want people but, to know you were gay. And I was in the closet, and I didn't want people to know I was gay. I was, well, I was in my 20s when okay. I was doing this, so I was certainly old enough to buy it. I would go to the Borders uh, at the Beverly Connection. Okay. Which I don't think is there anymore, but there used to was be. Was there a, something special Borders about that? Borders does not exist. Because of the losses but, uh, they suffered on the porn. Yeah, oh. because Matt stole from them. <laughs> yeah, I, I drove Borders <laughs> yeah. out of business. It wasn't Amazon. No. <laughs> no. We could have reset, we could have weathered that. But what, so was there something special about that border? No, I just, I lived in the area and I, I would, that was just, that was the bookstore I would go to just to buy books. Yeah. You know, like the regular bookstore. Yeah, I think the thing. And so I would go into the. Uh, there was a there was an aisle where like the gay and lesbian stuff was on one side, and like the women's studies feminism stuff was mm-hmm. on the other side. So you could stand there and pretend that you were interested in feminist literature, and then when no one was looking, you could turn around. Just rotate 180 <laughs> and look at the stuff on the game I, lesbian. I'm gonna say that 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 proximity was deliberate on their part <laughs> because they know that people who pretend to be interested in feminist issues, okay, <laughs> are really all secretly there to look for gay porn. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> the sales numbers don't lie. I, I think anybody who's done retail uh, knows that nothing is on accident <laughs> inside that, those kinds of stores. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that was. Uh, I was too. I was too nervous to uh, like try and steal a whole magazine. Hmm. So I would just like take a. I would just like rip pages oh, out oh, of the magazine. That sounds even more dangerous. Fold them up and like <laughs> shove them down my pants. Yeah. And oh, then wow. For the spank bank later. Yeah. Yeah. But then I would also buy something so that it didn't seem like I was just yeah. browsing randomly. Oh, I was the same and way. I bought... So then I would have to buy like a book or like a normal magazine or something so I... that. You know, read you want to cover your crime. I read a lot of magazines on diverse topics because of I got. <laughs> yeah, I was I was wondering what was the magazine that you would buy. I bought like this. Talked one. about yachting magazine. I did buy a yachting magazine once because it was like uh, that was weird. Have you ever been on one. a yacht? There was this life? weird like watch in time magazine or something like that, and it was all about like old watches, like. <laughs> Which like is, a timepiece magazine? Yeah, it was like, oh, and timepieces. And it was like, you know, one of the, and it was one of those magazines where you get to the front and it's like $10. And, and I remember being like, uh, this this panic grab was like, I, you know, because one of the reasons I also didn't have very much money. So like, and then of course I was like, I got to just buy it now because, uh-huh. yeah, it's like, I just got to grab something and go because I've been browsing here for 45 minutes. Right. And yeah. So it's just like. Well, then, this makes a lot more sense now because you can't get a hard on without looking at a picture of a watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have been getting into watches recently. Mm-hmm. Again. I've been in getting... yachts are also effective. <laughs> yes, it's like it's my secret waspy uh, <laughs> fetish, you know. But uh, yeah. So anyway, that was my that was my good story. Brief shoplifting thing. I like that you ripped it though. That's pretty like. Did that's you bold. did you have time to rip a page you actually wanted to look at, or did, did you just go for whatever you could get? Pretty indiscriminate yeah. back then. Yeah, you know. But those magazines are probably good at having a lot of content, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, mostly I don't. You probably feel, ended feel, up with a picture or two. <laughs> I feel less bad about the shoplifting as a, I feel worse about the defacing of material. You know, yeah. like yeah, the person so, who who some, had the guts to buy it, somebody full who price, bought that magazine. Yeah, I also did this. I also did the same thing to. There was a book called The Joy of Gay Sex that uh-huh. was like a. You guys remember The Joy of yeah. Sex? Yeah, in totally. the Sixties or seventies yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I learned a lot when it was book. like. Um, when it was like, uh, oh, people are now actually allowed to think about their sex lives for the first time in eternity or yeah. whatever. Um, there was a gay version of that book that was highly illustrated mm-hmm. uh, that I also tore some choice oh. pages out of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so some poor gay man bought that book. Yeah, joyless. And uh, the section on yeah. blowjobs or whatever was just, the whole B chapter was just missing. <laughs> He's like, I guess blowjobs are out. I guess, I guess they're not I included. Mean, in, <laughs> they're not included. I guess we're not do. I guess we're not doing that as a gay thing anymore. They're not joyful, you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Somebody's suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. And then, you know, I came out and didn't care so much and to what the book? internet came along and yeah, it became irrelevant. All ills were clean. became irrelevant. Uh, did you ever steal anything, Aaron? I can't think that I did. Even cable? <laughs> Never ever, really? That just seems like it's not possible, so I, I must have but i don't have any i didn't steal porn yeah. <laughs> that's a very it's, guy it is i don't interesting. think women i didn't think about 
I think of like stealing is more like something you want or need, not necessarily something you're embarrassed to act. like you might have the money for it, but like you're embarrassed to actually have the transaction. That's a really compelling angle on stealing. That to was me. that was the gay porn yeah. problem. Yeah. I wasn't gonna I walk like up to, to that counter. Like to even though those bored fuckers at Barnes and Noble borders yeah. could not have cared less. And the turnover rate was like you were guaranteed not to see them again and, for like yeah. And I, and even if yeah. I I had there there's no rational reason to it because it's not like what did I think was going to happen? What did I? Why would I care? But you know, I did. So yeah. that was a. It was all shame based shoplifting. Yeah, I, <laughs> interesting. That was where mine started. I never anyway. thought about the shame based before. Thought about it's more like a dare. You yeah, just thrill to based. Right, right. I'm really interested by that. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, there was always like one guy who was always like brave enough to like go for it, and I'd be like, I remember like just having this deep admiration for this like eighteen-year-old kid who, when I was like, cigarettes and jugs, I just remember this transaction he made, <laughs> and then he was, and then the guy grabbed it, and it wasn't jugs, and he said, "No, jugs." <laughs> I specifically yeah, said because jugs. I would have been like, "I okay, yeah, yeah, take it, whatever." You know what I mean? Like I was like, "I'm just gonna get this transaction. Here's a hundred dollars. I'm out." You know? <laughs> right, right. But this guy was like, no. no, no, not that. I know one. what I like. That He's guy like, had a very specific. He knew what he wanted. He yeah, wanted I know. Jugs. Just like, but to, just to be that young and be able to like, you know. Well, my guess is that guy probably had been buying porn like that since he was fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> he genuinely liked the articles in that one. Right yeah. now. Like, jugs has the best writing. Yeah, jugs does have the best writing. <laughs> does jugs still exist? Does none of this exist anymore? Because I don't know. Internet? I mean, jugs went online, and then I don't know if it ever. I a lot of them. A lot of them converted to, to be there is like Playboy. There is websites. print media still, but it's it's uh, it's not doing the, the how, numbers. Well, how could it? Yeah, there's still some old people that uh, really maybe, uh, yeah. they prefer it. Yeah, maybe people who need to have something in their hands. That's yeah, that's and, not well. You know, not every something phone. else in their hands. Yeah, not everybody <laughs> has like a great computer or anything. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a watch. They need yeah. the smell. <laughs> a watch. The smell of newsprint. I need. I need a basically. I need a Gerlicool master compressor um, to actually enjoy uh, to feel blood rushing to my groin. So speaking yeah. of uh, magazine era porn, it's time for correction corner. Oh, <laughs> uh, here are it we, is. Are we correcting our own stuff that we just did right now? <laughs> no. It's- Okay. Um, so this is these are these are uh, from the Apple, which was episode thirty-seven, uh, and the Apple you'll recall had the guy that, the Oompa Loompa guys down yes. on the planet. Yeah, the red, Those the red fellas. people. Yeah, the very swarthy, attractive men. Yeah, so, with, with the, the white, white eyeliner hair. and hair. We talked about Aaron compared the guys down on the planet to Christopher Atkins, who was in the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> been on the beach for. A you while. said that they had been on the. They just looked like they had been on the beach for too long. Uh, so Christopher Atkins, I just want to pass you guys around a picture of Christopher Atkins. But you got to do it as the Blue Lagoon. From well, Atkins. I'm going to show you actually. Are a you picture. correcting me? Because this is. This is not really a correction. I'm just going to show you this picture. Christopher Atkins famously was fully nude in the Blue Lagoon. Right. Um, and then <laughs> w- subsequently went on 
to make kind of a mini career of being professionally nude. Like he's naked in a lot of movies um, and did Playgirl. So this is where it ties back into the magazine. Oh. This is a picture of Christopher Atkins from like 1980 or 81 from his Playgirl shoot. No, oh. it, 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 it stops before you get to the business. This is a cropped oh, okay. photograph. Um, if you want to see the whole thing, you can, but I'm just showing you this picture mainly because I want you to take a look at the like, 80s era unkempt bush uh, that Christopher Atkins was sporting back right. in the day. Nice. I feel I like that. these days you could not get away with. I like that tan line. That's who. That's what a good looking person looks like. <laughs> by the way, those Oompa Loompa fuckers down on the Apple Planet yeah. are not the same. I still like that I brought it up. Certainly Come not. On. Certainly not that main guy. He was uh, not. He gets naked in a movie. I'm trying to think what He's naked there. in a lot of movies. Oh, my God. Atkins there's nude. a movie. If you Google Chris yeah. Reckon's nude, you get about 100 different hits. Yeah. There's one where he gets naked. That's he was good. in a lot of naked movies. Oh, yeah. The picture stops just north of his uh, Starting at the blue his video. Mr. Mister and his Bojangles. Which, can, can I yeah. tell another porn <laughs> story? Of sure. Course. We're on the subject. Uh, it is Warped After Dark. Yeah. So... One time, we were driving to a friend's house when I lived on an island in Guam, and we came up to a stop sign. Uh, my mom was driving me to a friend's house, uh, Eric's, and I looked on the side of the road, and I saw the unmistakable bronze and gold pictures that are like pages of, from a magazine that were unmistakably porn. And so my mom drove me. To, Bronze and gold, you know, just like sort of like the flesh, flesh tones. the flesh tones, like uh, like there were just the strewn pages on the side of the road at a stop sign, right? So picture this: <laughs> we go for another mile to my friend's house, and she drops me off and lets me go. I don't go into my friend's house. <laughs> this is how precious porn was. I immediately backtrack a mile and a half, walking all the way, <laughs> trying going stop sign to stop sign, Try looking to trying it. to find it. Finally. I see it in the flapping in the breeze. I run up to it and I'm presented with a Burt Reynolds looking <laughs> gentleman with the biggest semi hard wang I've ever seen. And I'm just there and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like disappointed, but also intrigued. I'm just like, I'm having all these emotions. Like I've come so far and I just have to go through every page because I'm like, maybe it's. And I was like, oh, and then I find the cover. It's a Playgirl, and I was uh, like, it may have been Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Burt Reynolds did famously pose nude. It may have been Burt Reynolds. I anyway, thought. I didn't. I was like, I'd gone so far because it took me <laughs> a long. I was a kid, and I was like twelve years old, and I had to walk a really far <laughs> like, away. Like this has got to have some sort of street value. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what I, and that's what I. I was like, okay, so I folded up one picture, and I brought it back to my friends to like joke about, but. I had like it was a lot of emotions. I was like, I, and I, and then before I know it, because it took me like an hour to make that journey and back, and uh, yeah, that was it. Was it was a yeah? That's how you used to have to find porn, like yes. in the woods, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or some other kid had to hastily drop it or yeah. something like that. My dad's my dad's best friend had a subscription to Playboy and and proudly displayed it. He had like a big like break front in his living room, yeah. with, like glass doors, yep. mm -hmm. and he had all of his playboys like, you know, 
like lined up like books, just, you know, row after row after row of them Mm -hmm. and was completely unashamed about it. And there was like a brief moment in time where it it was like cool to be into Playboy. Yeah. And and my dad's best friend really embraced that. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine's dad had like a huge collection. Like it wasn't as proudly displayed, but it was in his office just out and it was like Playboy and Penthouse. Mm-hmm. And one day we went in and it was gone. Like the whole thing. Cause we would just kind of like dare each other to even look at it to like look at, not at the magazines, but to like look at the pile and just sort of like what would be in them. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then we were like, they're gone. And then my friend Josh, who is a cleverer than the average kid, he's like, well, then they're probably in the trash. And he's and we were like, oh, they're probably in the trash. So we went to the trash and as neat as you could be in like perfect. I mean, they were pristine in perfect bags. We had like, uh, like, I don't know, maybe 40 penthouse and playboys. And we'd probably been used to like the playboy level. But when we got to the penthouse, it was like. Oh, like a curtain had parted. Penthouse was raunchier Penthouse than Playboy. Penthouse was much raunchier. <laughs> in it, some in some ways, literal. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and I was uh-huh. just like, it, it's like. And how old were you? I was uh, seven years old, Whoa, eight wow. years old, uh, and that's too I, young. and a pervert was born. Yes, very <laughs> so much. much. Yes. <laughs> anyway, just the street like value that. of that was too. That was like having something that is too hot to handle because right. So we we did. You we, can't fence it. You can't get rid of it. We we each took one for our own collection, and then we buried the rest. But of course, <laughs> but it was buried? like, why didn't you just leave it in the trash? No, because we wanted it. We wanted to have like this. Oh, collection. you wanted to, you wanted to be able to go back and visit it. So we buried it. But it was it's uh, like how you. It was he was buried. Gold. It, was, it was the world's greatest time capsule. Yeah, it was amazing. Like it was like we were so like generations from now we'll take. Up have this. you seen Have you seen movies where like I think yeah, there's a you movie bury the gold and then you come back later when the sure. heat's off. Have you seen the movies where like the the, the people find like the plat crash drug plane sure, and like and sure, then it ends yeah, up destroying yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, they make a bo- Simple covenant plan. Yeah, right. And it's like eventually they end up turning against each other. <laughs> right. uh-huh. That weekend was like a simple plan. It was like eventually <laughs> who's going to be the first person to go out? Because like there? The, here was the thing: don't take it out for a little while because it'll come back to us. But of course, everybody went and took it out. One of my friends gets caught by an older kid with it. And he threatens to take it away. Then that friend reveals the location of the berry. Oh, no. And then he comes to us crying later. And we're like, what oh, have you what done? What have you done? And he's like, and he's like, <laughs> and he's all weeping and this. And he wants, and what does he want? He's not, he's not there to like talk about how he, he, he's sorry. He's there to steal our. The ones you had taken. Yeah. And that was like, and then we had to like shut him out. And then we go to the thing and we're like. Just go get one from the the stash. And then we were like, but we're going to go with you because we don't trust you anymore. And the stash is gone. The older kids stole. Yeah, his friends came and took the stash. That is literally the plot of like a hundred movies. Yeah, but that was that's where it's so very true. (laughs) And the episode's over. Damn. This episode's I have over. All the foundational documents for my divorce papers. (laughs) For annulment. This episode's over and I... I missed the whole thing. Yep. Because we got to talking about stolen I will say this real quick. I just want to say, I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. The end of this has a real problem. Okay, tell us about the problem. So So tell us about um, 
what bothered you about okay it. so yeah. you have this energized cloud they figure out that it's in love with Zephram Cochran. Of course. It possesses the body of the woman. It be- takes over the body, and then they just leave her there to stay with him. Yep. Because they will live together. They will live for or, eternity. Right? right. But no, they won't. The energized cloud was what was keeping him alive. But the energized cloud, by taking over the woman, gave they, up, the, gave up, gave that up power. the ability to keep him alive. But what happened to the poor woman that was... Uh, a, a diplomat that was yeah. supposed to be stopping this war. Yeah, she died. She, she died. Didn't she die? No. Well, she was about. She to was di- about to die, to and die. then the thing took her over. She was unrecoverable. Oh, I remember. I remember. And they're perfectly fine with her just staying there. She was going to die anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late. To I remember her. they have a live in here, and it's them saying, um, "Like, well, there'll be somebody else to resolve this war." Yeah. Oh, so there'll um, always be diplomats to solve the war. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. wow. I still think That's... they take away a lot of this woman's agency. Yeah. No, totally. But... So she didn't volunteer. No. And say, Go ahead and take no. my body. Sean no. read that in the feminist book. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, he was standing in the feminist aisle. Terry could turn to the I'm left. He was actually like looking at the feminist <laughs> He wasn't just pretending <laughs> yeah. to care about Betty Friedan. No. Yeah. <laughs> He did what I was doing. <laughs> just, just to the left of him was like Burt Reynolds schlong, man. You can't get me down today. Yeah. The Bruins beat the Trojans, so fuck you. <laughs> oh All right. Uh, I'll be as feminine So much sports I, talk on this episode. I'd be as feminine I as I want to be. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like it when we talk about sports. You have any more contractions and rejections? <gasps> Correction corner? There you go. Um, we talked about the French dip. On the apple, oh, yes, um, <laughs> it was so. There's a dispute about who created the Philippe French dip. the pantry. It wasn't Philippe. It's well, Philippe's is one of the two that claims it. There's another place called Coles, which oh, is Coles. also downtown, yeah. also claims to have invented uh, the French dip. Um, they both they both declare themselves to be the home. Of the original French of dip. the salty I prefer Philippe to Coles, but I understand that people have strong opinions about this. Was it some in... people like Coles and some yeah. people like Philippe? I've never been to either. I think we need to go to both, you guys. We got to eat the both. Next, the next warped. It'll be a taste live test. Show. Live yeah, from Philippe. <laughs> Philippe's and then at Coles. What do you I guys all doing in my I love house. a French dip um, sandwich. I say we start at Coles. I don't know why I have a preference for that name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was invented somewhere around uh, 190. Oh, and is that before or after the light bright? <laughs> before. Well before. There before. you go. Now we're really learning. I also yeah. did some looking. I also I didn't even put this on the list, but I did some investigation of how long bugles have been around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we talked about bugles. There was a lot of snack talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, well, yeah. That was in the other episode. That wasn't the apple. That that's was, in uh, the, doom, the Doomsday we'll Machine. Doomsday machine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to Doomsday Machine in a, when we get to the next There's episode. some resemblance to bugles. I have some corrections for Doomsday Machine. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll do that. We'll do those later. in the next one. Wowie. All right. Um, so that was Philippe's and Cole's. Um, <laughs> Cole's, number one. Yeah, I'm a Philippe's guy, but... To Uh-oh. each their own. Yeah. Throw down. Yeah. Wow. I guess, I guess they made, decisions have been made. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that in the available. Apple, there was that scene where they were all looking at that fruit that was clearly just regular human fruit that right. had been spray painted. Right. Yeah, yeah, the red right. and green. And we talked a little bit about whether edible paint oh, it was had been then. invented at the time or whether they had just used regular paint and fuck the actors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, edible paint 
was not invented until like 2013. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever they sprayed that fruit with in 1967. Hey, we were right about uh, something. It was not. Yeah, that was less a correction and more. That that was a confirmation corner. (laughs) That was a confirmation corner. Uh, <laughs> We've never been more wrecked. <laughs> and uh, that's that was the end. That's the last. Question. All right. Anybody have anything else they need to add? No, nope, I think that's about it. Are we all good? All right. Well, I've been Sean. I'm Matt. Aaron. Metamorphosis. <laughs> that's Philippe, and I'm Jacob. You can find us by googling Warp Podcast, and we're on iTunes. Or if you're an Android user, we're on Stitcher now as well. Wow. You can join the crew by coming to www.patreon.com forward slash warped. Be a patron. Give us five stars, four stars, one star. Just listen to the show. Give us four stars and join us among the stars. There you go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>